Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Late Night Nachos. Don't judge me. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And I have a fun little surprise, sort of, for Hannah tonight. Ooh. (laughs) Well, before we get into the surprise, for those of you who have never listened to us before, Arguments About Nothing is a podcast in which we discuss silly, ridiculous, hypothetical situations seriously, as if they are something, when in fact, they are really nothing. Yep. And as everyone in the whole world knows, uh, 2020 is the year of COVID. Hopefully it's only 2020, but time will tell. And one of the things that COVID has rightfully stolen from us is weddings. (laughs) Um, And so (laughs) this episode of Arguments About Nothing is wedding themed, which I briefly discussed with Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) But I have no idea what to expect here. Yeah. This shout out to Rebecca Zemmelman, soon to be Rebecca Woolard, uh, if weddings can ever happen again. (laughs) She reached out to me. She's a listener of the podcast and a friend. She had to postpone her wedding this year, um, but she suggested a a wedding themed episode because weddings are rife with high emotions and a lot of cultural etiquette. So my assumption is that when we're answering these questions, we're going to be thinking about a post-COVID world or a pre-COVID oh, world yeah. in which weddings really happen. Yeah. And so so for all of you who are missing out on all the weddings you were hoping to go to this year, hopefully this will just be a little, you know, like a little way for you to imagine yourself in that place. Also, we're going to highlight some of the most annoying parts of weddings. <laughs> so maybe it'll make you less sad about not being able to go to them. Okay. Yeah. Either way, pick your poison. I put a call out onto Instagram asking for some inspiration, asking people about their wedding pet peeves um, and like their wedding nightmare scenarios and things like that. And it was probably the most replied to thing I've ever put on Instagram about the podcast. (laughs) People had feelings. (laughs) (laughs) about weddings um so thank you all so much for engaging with that um i haven't been able to use all of your suggestions but it is so great to just see you and hold that space and know that i'm not the only person who's dead inside um as we learned a few weeks ago so (laughs) let's kick things off (sighs) would you rather be Expected to buy and wear a terrible and expensive bridesmaid dress. Oh, no. Or get seated next to the drunk and racist uncle. Oh, no. During, okay, can I clarify? Yeah, ask follow-up questions. During the ceremony or during the reception? Both. Like, you okay. un- don't know why, but you're seated next to him, seating chart-wise during the reception and he just happens to grab the seat next to you during the ceremony got it he he's he's a little keen on you (laughs) wait now you're just adding now you're just adding worse things (laughs) this is this is just evolving into like not that he's like hitting on you or anything like that but but is he he seems to be following you around the reception he's not made any like explicit like passes but some but leaning he's too in. Interested. He's definitely put a hand on the small of your back. Oh, 
Ugh, bah. Well, that <laughs> he was just opening the door. People these days too PC. Don't touch me. <laughs> just don't, just don't. I think if I think there's a running theme here throughout all of our podcast episodes. If you didn't want to be don't touch me. If you didn't want to be touched, why would you wear a dress like that? Well, <laughs> if I'm sitting next to him, then I'm not wearing a dress like that. But you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know you'd be seated next to the creepy uncle. Uh Okay, what is he trying to engage me in like racist conversation also? It's like one of those racists who doesn't think they're racist. They just think that this is what everyone believes. So he just keeps saying racist things and looking at you like, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know you know what I mean. Yeah, like making like off-color jokes about immigrants and then And just then just like, like giving you a little like elbow yeah, action yeah like haha we're in this together when, and you're oh, like God. no we're not so this is it's really difficult choice right because yeah. the the expensive obviously the expensive horrible dress you will never wear again yeah one has repercussions beyond just that day yeah because you it's a it's a monetary thing yeah and then also you have to what do you do with that dress and also you're in pictures in that yeah. dress that live forever do you have any questions about the dress you had a lot of questions about the uncle i was very bothered by the uncle so that was <laughs> so i'm assuming so how, how's the horrible dress Tell, describe the horrible dress so it cost you a little over 250 dollars gross uh, <laughs> which is money you have but is more money than you would want to spend it is just for the record, when I buy dresses for myself, they don't cost more than fifty dollars. Generally yeah. speaking, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a floor length neonish yellow oh. color. Oh. With like a lot of ruffles. <laughs> Has like a mysterious lower back cutout. That's like not super flattering to anyone, especially anyone who has to wear a bra. Oh, wait, so it, it actually interferes with the bra as well? Sort of. It's just like a weird cut. Like, the way that it's cut does not hit you well. And there's also boning in it, so it's deeply uncomfortable to wear. Oh, also, there um, is a parasol little umbrella <laughs> that goes with it. Wait, now, that just made it better. I know that you thought that, that was going to make it worse, but... It kind of made it's, it better. It's like a weird, slutty, little bow peep dress that's also floor length and um, very expensive. <laughs> For some reason, slutty little bow peep also makes it better. I don't know why, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just so amused. Here's the thing. If I'm amused it's enough by the dress. deeply uncomfortable, though. Yeah, see, that that's the problem. If I'm amused enough by the dress, I think it's probably fine. You know, I could wear it again for Halloween in that case for, you know. Unflattering, go, though. Go it's as a, slutty little Bo Peep. It's slutty, but also unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the thing, uh, that's difficult. Okay. She requires you to wear heels. No. Okay. I, I don't, I hate it. I don't like this. Yeah, it's bad. Really hate it a lot. Do well. So okay, you're uncomfortable during both ways. Then, if you're wearing heels and uncomfortable boning and a dress, and 
you also know that you look terrible in every picture, you're going to be uncomfortable versus sitting next to the drunk uncle or whatever. Also uncomfortable. But presumably, if it's during the reception, you could just get up and go away from him. Yeah. I mean, during dinner and toasts and stuff, you have to sit next to him. During the ceremony, you have to sit next to him. Right, right. But the ceremony, presumably, he's being quiet. quiet. (laughs) What is the one show where there's like the people making fun of the movie in the front? Oh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, he's just Mystery Science Theatering the wedding, but with racist (laughs) comments instead of jokes. Oh, well, uh, is that what he's doing? Yeah, let's say he is. The wedding is short, though. It's only like 20 minutes. The ceremony. It's not like a Catholic mass. Okay. The thing is, I was going to choose the the drunk uncle because I figured he'll be pretty quiet during the ceremony itself. During dinner, he'd be annoying, but as soon as we were allowed to get up and go dance, I would just leave him behind, and I would go enjoy the rest of the night, and I would go mingle, and that way I wouldn't feel physically uncomfortable. I would just have to put up with an annoying person. It would make for for a less fun in the moment experience that I would not look back on fondly, but the problem with the dress is it would make for a less fun experience, the whole thing, and also would cost you money to do it, so... I think you're right because the like if you're a bridesmaid, you're in that dress all day. Yeah. Or the ceremony, like for hours, you know? All and the then pictures. And it yeah, if you're also if you're dropping two fifty on the dress alone, you're also probably paying for your hair and makeup to get done. Like that's a big financial investment yeah. into a dress that makes you look like a slutty little bo peep. <laughs> Which I still kinda like. I'm not gonna lie. all right uh we learned something new about hannah tonight (laughs) i think Um, i'm just so amused by the idea that i don't want to yuck your yum so um (laughs) i part of me is like i can see the bridesmaid dress argue the argument for the bridesmaid dress is like i'm making my friend happy you right. know, and it's like, it's a little bit of discomfort, but it makes my friend happy. Whereas sitting next to her drunk uncle, who is racist, doesn't really do anything for anyone, you know. But I still think I'm going to go racist uncle because you're right that I can get up and walk away whenever I want, you know. Yeah. Like, it, I really just have to sit next to, like, the times I'm not allowed to walk away are during the ceremony itself and during, like, the toast. Even if it's yeah. during dinner, I can, like, get up and, like, Go use the bathroom if I really sure. can't stand it. Theoretically, there are other people at our table, so I can just like turn to the person on my other side and like, you yeah. know, try to get engross them in conversation. Like, you just have more, more is in your control in that situation. But if you're like a bridesmaid, you just gotta be like, yes, sir, I'm here for duty, and just yeah, you know, give your your body to science. Yeah, and then it's also it's like they get those pictures framed and put them up on the wall and for the yeah. rest of their lives and you know also like, just like the the social media dump of like right. pictures that you don't like of yourself right. and like as a bridesmaid you're definitely expected to post a photo oh. of you and the bride at the wedding on your own for sure social media i also feel like if i have to sit next to the drunk uncle there's there's a part of me that like hates the drunk uncle but i don't think there would be any resentment on my part towards the bride but i think 
if I if the bride made me wear a horrible hideous dress that then I had to take pictures in and be un- super uncomfortable in all day, it might make me feel a little less charitable and happy yeah. towards her, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think drunk uncle's the way to go. All right, we're going drunk uncle. Okay, would you rather have a date who is super fun, like just wants to dance all night, is like mingling and moving and grooving, but he interrupts the bride's father's toast (laughs) to give a drunken speech of his own. Oh, no. Oh. Or a date who complains the entire time and refuses to dance at all. Oh, my God. These questions are so good. (laughs) I really thought the wedding theme was fertile ground. (laughs) This is super fertile ground. I am impressed. Thank you. Can I clarify the date? Yeah, let's. Yeah. What's my relationship to the date? So he's your boyfriend. He's my boyfriend. Like yeah. we're in a relationship. He's not you, like a fun he's, friend. He's a new boyfriend. You've been dating for four months. Damn it. Because <laughs> if they weren't my boyfriend, if it was like a fun friend or just somebody I was like going on like a, no. an easy date with, then it wouldn't be like red flags the fact that he like wouldn't dance and would was just like sulky all night yeah because i was just i it wouldn't mean anything about our relationship yeah but if he's my boyfriend and he's having a miserable time at a wedding he won't talk to anybody he won't dance with me and he refuses to have fun i'm going to think that either my boyfriend's not fun at all or my boyfriend is freaked out by the very concept of weddings and likely has commitment issues. (laughs) Or both. It could be a fun combo. (laughs) Tell me more about the drunk speech. It lasts for two and a half minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, this date, you've only been dating for four months, so he does not really know the bride very well. (laughs) He's my date. He's your date. date. He's your date. You've been dating him for four months. He's met the bride maybe twice before. and But he was just so moved by the beautiful event that he had. He felt called to say something. Oh. <laughs> he So he interrupted the father of yeah, the bride. Yeah, the father of the bride is in mid-speech. And he just, you know feels called and stands you're sitting next to him because he's your date and he stands up and is just like that's a great point and like starts riffing off of what the dad said oh no 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 the i break up with both of these people (laughs) just after just you know after the wedding is i break up with both of these people yeah i i don't think i can choose the fun date Oh, really? Because it ruins it for everyone else? Exactly. Because the the quiet, sulky guy ruins it for me, but the fun date ruins it for everybody. Yeah, but he only ruins the toast part. Still, that is something that never gets lived down. Yeah, The father of the bride getting interrupted by a person who doesn't know the bride, who then riffs improv during a speech for two and a half minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Not a... Not only does he never live that down, I never get invited again. Yeah, yeah. Her her parents hate you forever. (laughs) Right. Right. 
<laughs> Damn it, we agree again. No. Oh, see, I thought when you were surprised by my answer that you were going to say the opposite. Honestly, I haven't thought about these a ton. I just like had a lot of fun writing them. Um, <laughs> uh, I think you're right, though, because the the speech thing ruins it for everyone. Like that's uncomfortable for literally every person in that room. I guess there's the question of like, does he fucking kill it? Like, is it a great speech? That's true. <laughs> like, I didn't ask. Do people cry? Like, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Is he the most charming person that there ever was? And like people, like, does he start reciting like the most poignant, beautiful poetry? Yeah. And then the dad's like, that's exactly what I meant. Thank you. Like you said it better than I ever could. I, in my head, that's not the response he would get. Uh, even if it was like a, a beautiful speech, it, it's just not your place. It, it, right. Like to me, that screams a little narcissistic of like, this is my moment and like just such poor judgment well i was about to say if nothing else it just shows how much he cannot read a room yeah that's what i mean it's just like not it's bad it's not good no one's here for that the sulky boyfriend thing sucks but you're right it really only impacts you i doubt anyone else would notice you also can just be like okay fine I'm gonna go have fun like like these are my friends and so if you want to sit at this table and be a sad sack I'm gonna go dance with my friends and you can stay here and like yeah I'll deal with whatever's up your butt tomorrow um but like my friend gets married one time so I'm gonna enjoy it and if you want to leave leave like you're not trapped you're not a prisoner here that's a good point you can go yeah well, it's also like he agreed to come to a wedding, so I don't know what he expected at the wedding. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you knew what was on the agenda when you agreed to come here with me. So, like, if you were planning on being a douche about it, then you just shouldn't have come. Yeah. But, yeah, I think there's a lot more in – I think there's a lot more in your control with the sad sack. Like, you can just be like, okay, you can go be sad. I'm going to go be happy. But – you can't, like, once he starts giving the speech, you can't really stop him, you know? Well, not unless you interrupt him to give your own two-and-a-half-minute speech. And it just yeah, becomes- like, once he begins, that's just a roll, that's just, a, like, a boulder you have to let roll down the hill, so. Right. And it's that awkward, like, everybody with that sort of half-smile plastered to their face, just waiting for it to yeah. be over, and then it's not over. Yeah, oh. I I don't I couldn't deal. Um, so dang, we agree again, but uh, I think it's a hard one. Would you rather have a live band that plays five songs impeccably but knows nothing else, <laughs> or a DJ that has any song in the world that you want, but their speakers are kind of broken, so <laughs> everything is a little fuzzy? I do. Do you have an immediate? reaction on this one yes tell me uh it's the dj i'm gonna go with the dj please okay why is that <sighs> i think that people get very excited about live bands at weddings and i'm not one of those people this is my <laughs> hot take i think it's overrated <laughs> um <laughs> and I, the reason i think that is because Live bands have to take breaks sometimes because they're right. humans and they need to, like, drink water and, like, give their fingers a break and stuff like that. And so, like, 
in my ideal wedding scenario, the music is pretty constant. Like, I just want to... And, like, I also want to be able to switch from, like, you know, 90s R&B to, like, Journey. To, like... Like, I just, like, want to play whatever songs are meaningful to me. And so unless the live band is going to learn that repertoire... I don't know. Five songs is just so limiting, especially if you're having like a couple hours like that. Right. It would be so grating by the end, even if they were played impeccably. Like there are no songs that I could listen, no five songs that I could listen to on a four hour loop and still like them at the end. Right. This is just a recipe for hating Sweet Caroline by the end of your wedding. Right. Like I would be and like fuzzy speakers. Not great. I went to a wedding once that had fuzzy speakers and you couldn't understand like the MC really at all mm-hmm. and so like it's not great but it's better like people can get drunk enough <laughs> where well, they you can still hear the music and then you can still switch I mean the fun part of dancing at a wedding is when Same. the new song comes on yeah like when the new song comes on and everyone gets excited about journey and yeah. everybody gets excited about like that switch is important yeah. and if it's yeah. the same five songs everybody will stop dancing after five songs i think and also i agree or at least like they'll like get bored like i just don't think it'll be good and like you can't have a good mix right like either it's all fast songs or you have like two fast songs and three slow like it just seems like a bad recipe for a bad like scenario and with the fuzzy speaker thing most of the weddings I go to, people sing. So if, like, it's just, if you can get just, like, the slightest hint of, like, the songs, people will just fill in themselves, you know? Like, as long as you can get the rough beat, people are gonna, people are determined to have a good time. Exactly. Can I make this harder? Because I think we agree again. Oh, no. Go ahead. What if the DJ who who has the fuzzy speakers, everything that we just said about the DJ... Also was given a, a list of songs absolutely not to play and then played and all those, of them. those were the songs that he played. I mean, that's worse, <laughs> right? But if, I, well, I was going to say, like, played all of them, but also played other music. So, oh. like, ha- like, half of the music was your do not play list. I think I'd still go DJ because I think that novelty is important and then the songs i didn't like i just would those would be my drink breaks ha we disagree oh finally well i was also gonna say like i don't even know what song i would put on a do not playlist personally i would just like i am just like the least music snob in the whole world i mean i wouldn't be jazzed if nickelback was played at my wedding (laughs) But it would not ruin my night. Like, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I would, like, we would just make fun of it and, you know, move on. Oh, my God. Honestly, I I would just play the fucking radio at my wedding. It would be fine. What? Oh, it would be fine. I would be okay with it. I, hot take. I don't care about music. Oh, my God. Okay. We definitely disagree now. (laughs) Finally. Yeah. No. I'll play you the would I would listen. play the fucking radio at my wedding. It would I would not care. I commercial would a, breaks. You I have put, commercial breaks. This is actually making me a little angry on I, your behalf. I would put up a Spotify playlist with ads at my wedding. I would not oh, care. I'm not you you might want to take this back cuz I don't care. <laughs> what mark my words if I ever get married I'm going to fucking do that just as spite now. 
<laughs> Spotify playlist with And I'll put it on fucking shuffle. So we'll all be surprised by the order. And it'll just be like a 90s, 2000, and 2020s mix or something. Yeah, I won't even make the playlist. I'll find one. That I'm like, oh, I'll listen to three songs. This sounds good. Okay, let's do it. Here's why. Oh, there are so many reasons why that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, untold reasons. This is, I guess this is my hot take. I don't care about music very much. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I wouldn't even like it if, if like half the music was on my do not playlist. I think I am a much bigger music snob than Shelby, obviously. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't I mean, take much. Of course I am. But I think I'm a music snob in general, actually. But like, there are there are a lot. I think I would more easily make a do not playlist than a playlist. Like there, because there are all these awful songs that I feel like get played at weddings a lot. Like, like I don't want Cotton Eye Joe coming on. Like oh, I would be happy for that. So. Ugh. So anyway, wow. Anyway. The eye roll, the shade just emanating <laughs> off of Hannah right now. You guys can't see it, but I will see it when I try to fall asleep for the rest of my <laughs> life. I I mean the commercial breaks is still actually hurting me a little bit, but whatever. Um, People need a chance to go get a drink. I also feel like I feel like I'd be judged by my playlist, and maybe it's because I sort of judge people on their playlists. But I feel like if I had a whole bunch of really really awful music playing, the music that I hate, people would think that that was music that I like. People would think that I had requested it. People would think this is. The music that Hannah has chosen for the most important day of her year, when in fact, it's the list of songs I hate the most. So, like, everyone would have to dance to it. Nobody would want to because they're bad songs. And then everybody would think that I just have bad taste in music. If people think I have bad taste in music, I will not lose an ounce of sleep about that. Yeah, it would bother me. (laughs) (laughs) I would not give a shit. Uh, Like, again, there's, like, music I would, I don't love. Again, like, Nickelback is the only thing that's coming to me. But, like, whatever. It would be funny. I, like, I would just make a joke of, out of it. What if it was, like, death metal? It's just... My brothers would be thrilled. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, too many people might... Like, I grew up listening to, like, hardcore death metal on my way to school every day. Every day. Every time we were in the car. So, like, I am very good at detaching myself from the music that is being played around me. <laughs> I was about to say, actually, this is explaining a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, and they would play it so loud, just so loud. I don't even know how they can hear anymore. Yeah. So I'm just like, you just, you, you go to your happy place inside yourself and you just get through it. I, I've also like danced to death metal because my brothers would play it so often. Like how you, you can dance? find it if you can find a beat. Can you? You can dance to death metal. I mean, not, probably not in the way that you're intended to, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's very jumpy. I can't imagine doing it in a wedding dress. Um, but I what a bold uh, move on the DJ's part to just start playing Slayer or Slipknot or something. Right, right. It's like, whoa, not the mood, bro. Yeah, I I also I feel like a lot of my I really like the dancing aspect, but music has a really big effect on me, just like mm-hmm. on my mood. 
you know, in general. And so even if I was not dancing, but I was just like walking around talking with people, if it was all songs I hated playing in the background, I just feel like it would mar the experience a little. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. We disagree. Finally. Finally. What's a bigger nightmare? A full glass red wine stain on your dress right before you walk down the aisle. Oh, I'm the bride in this situation? You're the bride. This is your okay. wedding. Okay. Uh, I know, a foreign concept for both of us. I know. I couldn't <laughs> even put myself in the mindset. It took me, <laughs> took me a second. Yeah. Or your caterer forgetting to bring your vegetarian option. You only had 20 vegetarian guests. I had 20 vegetarian guests? Let's say that's, that. That's shocking to me since I'm imagining when I do get married – I'll have like 60 guests in total. (laughs) Okay, let's say that it was like uh, 5% of your guests. Okay. Hmm. That's a very good question. Thank you. Because my immediate instinct is like, well, better for me to be put out than other people. Like, better for me to have something go wrong than like a person I invited, a guest not be able to actually eat but then i'm like well i'm the bride yeah this, it's literally your the day. one day is you've this the paid one day for everything you're the showstopper right you've paid a lot of money for photography that you have like not really done yet your groom hasn't seen you yet right nice use of great british baking show terminology by the way there thank I'm you i'm the showstopper because you are a cake <laughs> yeah I would like to be a cake. But I I think, yeah, I mean, and that's like your moment too. Yeah. Like that's probably the only moment that actually matters is that initial walking down the aisle, your groom sees you, you, all the pictures are taken. Yeah. Is it the way that it it spilled, is there any chance it could just look like an intentional tie-dye situation? I mean, you could lean in if you wanted to and just be like, like, my dress is red wine colored now just get get some more bottles let's go all the red wine (laughs) like get me two more bottles in a bathtub we're making all over the bottle and you're like you're gonna people people are gonna think that you got real drunk to walk down the aisle (laughs) here comes the bride Ooh, she smells of uh alcohol though yeah she she had some cold ass feet and really needed some liquid courage to say yes to this bro today (laughs) the preacher who you walk up to the aisle (laughs) yeah like everyone now thinks you have an alcohol problem (laughs) i feel like i'm going to say it's worse to have the red wine stain than it is to have the no vegetarian option because in the end, your vegetarian friends can get up and leave and go get some food elsewhere. Yeah. I also am imagining there being canapes or something where you could like quickly order a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Or, or like maybe there's sides. There's bread yeah. and sides and they yeah. could eat the bread and sides and then like follow it up by going, taking a late Cake. night sn- snack or something. There's going to be cake eventually, you know? Oh, no. I put chicken broth in my cake. <laughs> I forgot that's how they do it in the South. Yeah, uh, <laughs> actually, it's bacon grease. <laughs> Just straight lard in the yeah. in the frosting. Yeah. This one's really hard for me. I thought of the, the 
spill on the dress first. And then I was like, what possibly could top that? <laughs> you know? Because it's, yeah. so, it's so bad. Because wedding dresses are so expensive, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, to ruin your, like, wedding dress is probably you're out way more money than you are the the 20 meals, you know? Right, right. But it is really bad. The thing is, I feel like the meal, I think we're going to agree again, because I feel like the meals have easier solves, immediate yeah. solves, you know? You can order a pizza or, like, send somebody to go pick up some food, you know? And you've side. got so much on your plate already as the bride. Like, you can delegate that problem. Yeah, that's what I meant. You can delegate it to somebody else. Like, you can, like... Be like, hey, you, like, do me the saver. Your cater- it's your caterers who have fucked up. So theoretically, yeah. you could just yell at the caterer and be like, serve these people the sides and then, like, go just, get like, me more food. Yeah. Or go get something else. You know, like, it's just like the, the wine and the wedding dress would be such a, especially right before you're supposed to walk down the aisle. Like, what do you do in that moment? Like, I, I don't know. Right. I, I think we got to go with the vegetarian option. Yeah, I think it's the only option. Yeah, it's very hard for me, though, because I feel like you could make a joke out of it, but you don't want your wedding to be a joke. I kind of do. Well, that's true. (laughs) I I, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I would hope that I'm the kind of bride that could roll with it if it happened. You know, just be like, all right, well, pour some more red red wine here, here, here. And now it's like a spotted dress or something. I went to a wedding once where the fire alarm went off in the middle of the uh, reception, like in the middle of toast, like, (laughs) like full fire truck came, like the whole nine yards. um, And the bride just rolled with it with just such grace and aplomb. It was amazing. She took a bunch of pictures in her wedding dress with the firefighters, like got their helmets and like they got her and the groom got on the truck and they like took pictures with, you know. That's awesome. It was very funny and they like rolled like and like the fire alarms were on for a long time. Like it was not it. It was. It, and like they were loud and uncomfortable and we they had to stop serving dinner because of it because it was an issue with the kitchen but she she did not let it face her in the slightest um and so i want to believe that i would be the kind of bride who would just be like whatever it's fine <laughs> you know yeah uh but i don't think i would be i think i would be very stressed um i think the dress is particularly a stress yes. point because you've put in so much work to find it and get it tailored and yeah. so much money into buying it. And and then there's the money of the pictures and stuff like that. Right. And it's just like right. you're supposed to feel very pretty that day. And as someone who can, uh, you know, struggles to feel pretty sometimes, like that feels like it would be really defeating. I would hate to have hungry guests, but... People, I feel like people don't go to weddings for great food, you know? I don't. I feel like they wouldn't be that upset about it. They wouldn't. They also, they're adults. They can find themselves some food. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have an all-expenses-paid dream wedding, but only 20 people can come between you and your fiancé, so you get 10 people, um, or as many people as you want, but no financial help from anyone? Oh, the second one, because that's what it will be. <laughs> <laughs> But you could have your really expensive dream 
wedding. It's just you gotta like really cut let numbers. Me ta- let me tell you how I feel about this. In my mind, the only point of having a wedding is to just celebrate it, celebrate with the people that you love the most, right? Oh, you don't want to flex real hard on everyone in your life? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> like, I, I, to me, a wedding could just be like, we go out into the backyard and I hold some roses and we, like, have cake. As long as there's cake... And the people that I love, I'm happy. There don't there doesn't need to be anything beyond those two things. But I feel like if I had an, an a, a dream wedding, I don't even know what that would be because I've never allowed myself to dream of some like big elaborate l- wedding. But if I could only have ten people there, that's that's not even including my immediate family and favorite friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just not enough. And I would hate. I would be so stressed about having to cut some people out and being like, you didn't make the cut. And I would be so stressed about not being with the people that I cared about. It's like it would take all the fun out of having the big dream wedding, I think. We disagree. Okay, good. (laughs) Finally, we disagree. I would do the all expenses paid dream wedding, but only 20 people can come. Because it's a great reason to not invite people who you feel like <laughs> obligated because like it would just be such a great excuse to like because we all have those people who we should invite to our wedding but we don't really want to invite to our that's wedding that's true and so that's such a great ex- i'm like oh i won this thing i can't invite you because i can only invite you know 20 people right so like all of the riffraff i i mean it will cut people that i do love like for sure but like this might surprise you, but I don't think I would want like a big, I don't, what's the, like audience when someone, when I was getting married, because I was just, I like the idea of it just like being an elopement almost of like just me and the dude and some amazing location. I can definitely see that for you. One, considering how much you love traveling. Yeah. And two, because that way it, it's like decreases your stress because there are only a few people around. And you just get to, like, enjoy your vacation. Yeah, it just is, like, there's so much politics that go into a wedding. Like, I like the idea of, like, a small backyard thing, too. But if I had the opportunity to, like, get some sort of, like, luxe villa in, like, a cool location and have this, like, amazing experience with my partner, I, like, don't see why not. I could have a backyard party to celebrate the wedding. You know, like like a... Yeah. You know, small down home, like. That's actually, that's a good point, which is you could just have a follow-up party for everybody else. Yeah, it wouldn't be a wedding wedding, but, like, I could have, like, a a barbecue. Or, like, if we, we could have a housewarming or something if we, like, moved into a new place and, like, have all those same people there and, like. But, it, like, the <laughs> idea that, like, I just have unlimited money to, like, that's just, like, feels <laughs> like an offer I can't, I can't refuse. I mean, I guess I, I'm sure it would make for like a magical time and stuff. I just guess, I don't know, like I, I'm thinking about like, who would I cut? And that is the part that I can't wrap my mind around because I'm like, there's more than 10 people that I would, I would be devastated, you know? Yeah. To, to not even, not if they couldn't come, but if I didn't invite them, but I did invite other people. It's almost better if it's like all or nothing in my mind, like Maybe I would choose the dream vacation if no guests were allowed. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, 20 guests are allowed, but, like, you could choose not to bring them. That's true. You could just choose, like, okay, well, I'm going to do that and just invite no one. Yeah, okay. You know what? I think you maybe convinced me with that. So we agree again. <laughs> well, yeah, but we didn't initially. You you won. You won the argument and convinced me because yeah. I could elope and have an incredible ceremony, just the two of us, where I get married yeah. and then come back and have a full wedding with literally everyone. Yeah. And then pretend like the first one didn't happen and I just get like a free trip out of it. So Would you do the ceremony again just for show? Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, like, if I ever get married, I might just, like, ca- like call you one day and be like, hey, I got married last week. <laughs> no, that better not happen. How mad would you be? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Would you be, would be really so mad. mad at me? I would be so mad because I would be like, I know you needed a witness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Fine, I will tell you in advance, but you might have to fly to a different continent. Yeah, but you can tell me in advance, and then I still don't go to your wedding. I, but I just want to know in advance. I just don't want it to be an afterthought. Like, I don't want it to be like, but hey. But what if it's like spur of the moment? Like, what if I don't even oh. know what's happening? Okay, that's different. That's fine. I wouldn't be mad at you. Okay. Yeah, but there's something about, like, just doing it and, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little mischievous, but I like the idea of just not telling anyone and then coming back and being like, oh, by the way, we did this. If it was a spur of the moment, it just took us by surprise and we decided to do it and you didn't tell me until after, I would forgive you. But if you decided and you didn't even give me like a text. How mad would you be if we did it spur of the moment, but then you found out via social media? Considering you don't even use Facebook anymore, I, I would be, I'd be very upset. Okay. Well, can you can you imagine? No, no. Turn the turn the tables here, Shelby. You you've known my long struggle with dating yeah. and singlehood, and after all this time, I met the guy and the one, and we decided to get married. And I didn't tell you ahead of time. I didn't invite you, and I didn't tell you afterwards. You just saw my Facebook Yeah, post. no, so it can't be all of those things, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The social, I think the social media thing is what pushes it over the top. If you didn't, right. if I found out via social media, along with everyone else, right. I would be upset. If you just did it, but you like texting me the next day and you'll be like, you'll never guess what I did last night, I would be okay. I also would probably forgive you about the social media thing, but I would be peeved. I would be peeved. Because I know you don't even like social media, and I would just, I would. I mean, that would be, like, super uncharacteristic of me to just, like, post a social media thing like that. So cavalierly. Yeah. I mean. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get married anytime soon. This is incredibly hypothetical, but now I feel like I'm in trouble. (laughs) No, no, no. It's just, like, if you did that, I would actually be worried about you. I would. Oh, yeah. I'm not even sure I would be mad so much as I would be, like. She's been kidnapped. Someone is after her money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hope she signed a prenup. No, like she's been, yeah, she's been drugged and forcibly married. Like, yeah. Like what country is she in currently? We got two questions left. All right. Okay. You ready? Let's do this thing. What's worse? A fiance who won't help you plan anything? Does not, is not interested. an (laughs) (laughs) ex-fiance? 
He's not interested in anything, won't give his opinion on anything, just kind of rolls his eyes anytime you bring up the wedding. Or a fiancé who is super invested in planning, so much so that he forgets to ask your opinion about things and just books shit without I would, consulting you. I would love that. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. He just plans the whole thing and you're not involved at all. If I if it could if the whole wedding could be a surprise except I pick my dress, I would be fine with it. I hope you would want to pick your groom too. Well, I have picked <laughs> the groom and he's picked everything else. Except I've I've made it clear I would care about the music. But yeah, her, you Hopefully though, hopefully he, he would know me well enough to pick He picked the venue without telling you. Yeah, I I fucking hate planning things. Wow. We're, I, we are also disagreeing on this one pretty hardcore. I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating in that I, I wouldn't actually want my fiancé to plan the whole thing and not tell me anything and not give me a choice. It's not what I would actually want. But given those two, like, given those two awful extremes, I yeah. would so much rather he plan the whole thing and I just kind of show up than... <laughs> Me having to plan the whole thing and sort of guess at what I think that he likes and then have all the extra work, all the extra stress. And then, like, what if I didn't actually pick things that he'd liked? So I'd be really anxious the whole time. And I would feel also like all the pressure was on me. Anything that went wrong would be my fault. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm the opposite. Just let me do it. I'll do it better. (laughs) <laughs> It'll be exactly how I want it. I have a system. It's going to cause me a lot of anxiety to let you do this. Just let me do it. I'll have fun doing it. If you're not interested, that's fine. I think this means we should get married. I mean, You won't find out about it on social media that way. That's true. Uh, but if you planned my whole wedding and I just showed up, <laughs> this is a match made in heaven, Shelby. I think I would plan a wedding you really liked. I think you would too. Yeah. Yeah. If I were marrying you, I would do it in Ireland. Oh, be still my heart. Yeah. Over like a little cliff that overlooked the water. Why aren't we getting married? We should because maybe, we're not get, we should maybe think about this off the air. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're not allowed to go to Ireland. Yeah, yes, that's true. We're also not allowed to gather right now. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think we have a lot of things going against us. But maybe 2021. Um, our last one, it's a would you still go out with him? You bring a guy you've been dating for five months to your friend's wedding. He spends the whole reception dancing with another girl. <gasps> when you ask him about it, he, he just says that she was a really good dancer. Would you still date him? No. <laughs> wow, no, no, not even a moment's hesitation. What? No, there was no moment's hesitation. I had made up my mind before you stopped answering, asking the question. Wow, okay, I didn't realize this was going to be such an immediate no bueno for you. He spent the entire time at a wedding I invited him to dancing with another person, and then when I confronted him about it, didn't apologize, just acted like it was totally normal and fine that he would choose to dance with another person because they're a good dancer, which also implies that I'm a bad dancer. <laughs> okay, well, when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's 
he's he's left me to myself without a date. He's snubbed my dancing abilities. He's made me think, made me be jealous of him all night and made me think that maybe he would prefer to be here with that other girl. And I would, no, like, that's just so callous. That, this is so interesting because I do not have the same, like, gut reaction to you. Really? What's your gut reaction? I think it's bad. Well, like, I'm picturing it like, it's a wedding where I know a lot of people because it's my friend's wedding, right? I'm imagining it's like one of my friends and I know a lot of people at the wedding. So I'm imagining myself trying to mingle with a bunch of friends I haven't seen in a while. And so like, well, I guess it's bad. <laughs> but, but like, I I took your question to mean he doesn't dance with you at all. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining us all like dancing in a circle and he just happens to be dancing with that girl more, but I'm like off dancing with my friends. And so I don't really notice that much. We're we're becomes weird as if a slow song is played yeah. and he <laughs> decides to dance with her instead. But then I'm even even like the first time that happened I would be like, "Oh, well like she must be here alone." And like he offered to dance as long as they nice. weren't like holding each other super close and like you know what i mean like if he was like respectable distance whatever you know also would it change things if it was like an old aunt like a grandma he would just like adopted for the evening yes that would change things (laughs) like that's endearing right that's endearing that's just sweet (laughs) that's just somebody who's trying really hard to like make nice with your family and take care of like a lonely elderly person that's yeah you know like, that's just sweet i was right. i was obviously imagining it was like another person my age their uh, age yeah it's also i'm like i think so there are different contexts i think also is this woman like objectively a really good dancer like is she a professional tango dancer because then that's just like a really intense lesson and then i'm like yeah learn tango teach me later you know <laughs> like yeah okay but the thing is like Again, does he never dance with you? Not once. Yeah, I mean, like, that's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't, like, I think that there's a reality in which he is just engrossed in the party and doesn't realize that much time has gone by. And, like, it wouldn't be such an immediate no for me, dog. But, like, shouldn't it, shouldn't your date? be on your mind like shouldn't it it to me it would bother me even if he was just like oh I just lost track of time and I was having a good time dancing with her and I'm sorry I meant to dance with you like they should think of you in my head if I if it really bothered me I could just go interrupt him but I guess I was taking your question to mean like he dances with the other girl the whole time knowing that like like a slow dance comes on and you go sit down and he dances a slow dance with this other girl yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's definitely weird and bad. <laughs> but I think I think after the after the wedding, I would be like, where were you during the rest- Like, what was going on, you know? And if he was like, oh, she was just a really good dancer, I think I might accept that. I think yeah. I might just be like, okay, well, I had fun. So, like, again, I think I would just not really think that. I wouldn't s- stew on it, I don't think. I don't know. It's hard to hard to know. 
And I mean, it does depend a lot on context. You're right. It's yeah. also, I'm just enjoying the fact that we we have, we finally have a would you still go out with him that you would and I would not. Yeah, which is, which is the, unusual. Yeah. But like, I, I'm imagining that awful feeling of when you're sitting alone at a table and your dance and your date is See, out that's what I slow think. dancing with another woman who is a great dancer and who is showing you up and see here's the thing I don't think I would sit down I would just find another guy to dance with I would be like okay I'll find like there are people here I will like <laughs> you're uh in use <laughs> right now <laughs> so I also feel like I'm a really good dancer too so like I don't know. It wouldn't bother. I don't know. As long, like, the only time it would bother me is if I felt like, it would bother me if they, like, left the dance floor together. That would bother me. Like, if they, like, went to go talk in the, that would be more upsetting to me if they, like. They were, but, but they're just both tired out from all the dancing they've been doing. They did twist and shout. They got tired. They needed punch. They just, they happen to both need punch at the same time, Shelby. That would bother me. That's when I would be upset. <laughs> if he was just like a dancing fool and was just and these two I was could just cut a rug for four hours straight nonstop, I would like good luck and God bless. But if they left the dance floor together, that would bother me. Yeah. I also think like part of it is depends on what I'm doing. So if I was asking him for dance, like or hovering around him waiting for a dance or If I wanted to dance with him and he was giving me the cold shoulder, which is how I was kind of imagining it, that would be one thing. If I was acting sulky or I was not participating or I was saying I don't want to dance and he danced with somebody else the whole time, fine, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely weird and it's definitely something I would want to have a conversation with him about afterward. I would be like, I invited you to this so that you could dance with me. Right. And then you didn't dance with me. Like what's And they're not friends, right? It's out. not like it's not yeah. like they it's not like he's they don't there know and one other. of his best friends is there and they're like dancing together. No, they don't know each other. They just met. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. In my head I feel like I would be I would be like weirded out. Like I would definitely be like a a red flag, but it would not be immediate I dump him. How dare you? It would more be like the fuck? I mean, I think I would start with the question of what the fuck, and then I just, it just seems like such a callous thing to do. Like, it just seems like... It's definitely not nice. I am also approaching this as a person who has dated a lot of guys who don't like to dance. Yeah. And so I've gone to a lot of weddings and spent the entire night dancing with other people. (laughs) But that actually, that's what I, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, but it's different. It is different because they didn't want to. Right. But like, I've also gone to a lot of weddings alone. So I'm perfectly happy dancing by myself or like in a group of people or whatever. It is weird that I have a date who's dancing with someone else. I don't know. To me, like it's, to me, it's a red flag and not a deal breaker. I I guess it's just like, it really depends on the context. If we're all in a circle and we're all together and we're, all lip syncing to yeah you know don't stop believing all at the same time and we're participating with each other and he happens to be standing next to her that's fine but if like journey ends and then some you know yeah etta james comes on and then he just like turns and grabs her i'm gonna be like really? oh i also have to believe that she is the pursuer in this 
scenario. Like, she just keeps asking him to dance. I mean, like, that. these are the ramifications in which I would be okay with it. If, like, she kept being like, dance with me. Oh, my God, dance with me. You know, and I'm just like, well, he's leaving with me, so, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, I, I don't know why that just made me think of, like, Pride and Prejudice, where they have men they don't want to dance with coming up to them and requesting dances and then they have to because of the decorum of the day i mean i can understand him feeling awkward about but even so don't you think he would after three dances be like okay i'm gonna go dance with my girlfriend now right i mean it's bad you're you're not you're not wrong like there's something there is something going on that needs to be addressed for sure uh but to me it's like a red flag and not a deal breaker i would definitely need to have a conversation with him about it i would not be thrilled but I want to believe that I would just have a good time. Again, like there are certain scenarios when it, it would be okay. If she was like pursuing him, if she was genuinely a really good dancer and he was like, teach me how to cha-cha, teach me how to do this. You know, like I'm, you know, and then I would be like, okay, that's cool. I want to learn how to do that. So I want him to learn so that he can teach me. And it would have to be a scenario in which I knew enough people at that wedding that I wasn't like on the side awkwardly by myself. I feel like this is partially just because I feel like I've been at enough. I'm not even really thinking weddings. I'm thinking back to like school dances where like you get left out and then like the creepy old chaperone comes over and asks you to dance. Oh, but, like, you I'm know, so sorry that happened to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's real bad. That, that was is, at, Chaperones shouldn't be dancing with students. That's not how that works. It was at a Mormon dance, too. <laughs> go on how old were you <laughs> in high school uh one that's my, horrifying one of my friends in high school was her family was mormon or maybe middle school no i think it was middle school and she Hate that uh, she invited me to one of their like church dances and then she was dancing with some cute boy and i didn't know anyone but her yeah i also was not a mormon and I was just kind of standing there awkwardly and the like 40 something year old chaperone came over, I guess because he took pity on me because I was standing by myself or maybe he maybe he wanted to dance with me, which is a creepier version of that story. Yeah, but um, it's a Mormon dance. So that could be a thing. Although, you know, the good news about Mormon dances is you stand very far they're apart. Very far apart, yeah. <laughs> so. I feel like I've just been at so many dances, weddings, etc. by myself that I've like I'm very accustomed to, like, getting along fine. It is a problem that the person who came with me isn't dancing with me. But not, I wouldn't immediately be like, I would, it would, again, I'm I'm being Hannah today where I'm like, it would, I would want to know his side of the story and I would want to get to the bottom of it. And like, you know. That was I a would, very me thing to say. Yeah, yes. I would, you know, like it would depend on like what he said and stuff. And if he really just said like, oh, I was, she was just a really great dancer and maybe he felt like insecure about not being a good dancer. And so like, you know, it's lower stakes to dance with her. And like, he felt like he was learning. And so he could dance with me at the next wedding better or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, 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 I like, there are possibilities in my mind that it wouldn't be an instant deal breaker. There are certain situations in which it would be if he was yeah. just like, she was hot. So I danced with her. <laughs> 
To me, though, if I wanted to dance and made it clear I wanted to dance and he did not take me up on it for the entire, how long do you dance at a wedding? Two hours, you know? like Honestly, longer. Yeah, It's too long for him to ignore me the whole time. Like, there's no excuse. If you want to ignore me for, like, three out of the five slow dances, if you want to ignore me for, like, you know, the fact that he hasn't danced with me once and has danced with her the whole time, that's what, to me, is, like, it's just too much. There's no there's no good reason why you couldn't have in the two or three hours of dancing have found me one time yeah. for one song. Yeah. And I'm there as your date. And then for me to say what's going on and for you not to immediately apologize and then just turn around and be like, well, she's a good dancer as if it, I don't I as if like I'm just not one, you know, and therefore I should totally understand that, of course, you wouldn't want to be seen with me. You know, yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I think <laughs> I think I think that's a fair reaction. It's not my reaction. Yeah, uh, but I think yours is fair. Hannah's right. laying down the the tough love this time. So, I think if you're at a wedding with somebody and you spend the entire night ignoring them, they have every right to break up with your ass. <laughs> Question: What if he danced with you for one song? Even that would already make it better. Even that would already make me feel like, okay, now I need to ask him. Now I need to get to the bottom of this and figure out what's going on. Got it. Okay. But, but to be given the cold shoulder the whole night, no. We're apparently we're just one dance away from being the same on this on this question. But it is a it's a big dance apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it he would remember that you were there. You know, like. I mean, hopefully. (laughs) I mean, but it would show that he remembers that he came with you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So what does our hypothetical wedding look like? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I feel really sad for the vegetarians. But not so sad that I choose the other option. Mine is... Like, just me and the dude on a mountaintop somewhere very epic. And I'm really glad I went the vegetarian option because there are none. Yeah, there are no Because <laughs> it's just us. Just you and, and the And I have definitely told Hannah about it in advance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have. I have definitely told. Maybe I'm even Skyping Hannah in. Um you're playing Spotify from your phone with <laughs> yeah, the ads on. <laughs> Spotify with the ads from my phone. <laughs> Even though it was an all-expenses-paid dream wedding, I was like, yeah. Just, just because you wanted to text me to tell me you were getting married and that you were going to do this with the Spotify ads, just to spite me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty ideal. I'm having a much less exciting and writing, i plan much the whole more low-key and shelby planned the whole thing and but i planned the music and <laughs> yes and your partner planned your whole wedding that doesn't sound that bad to be perfectly honest honestly compared to how these usually go i think we did okay <laughs> it doesn't even really sound that far off from yeah. how i would imagine my real life wedding to go could you imagine if my groom didn't dance with me the whole time <laughs> Like, there's a spotlight dance for us, and he yeah. did. We're the dance only two people girl. at this wedding. <laughs> he, danced, he danced with, like, he one of the women in the lodge. He danced with a photographer the whole time. Yeah. 
then I and met then when you that- asked him why, then you asked him why, and he says she's just a really good dancer. <laughs> All right. Well, we have to go to couples counseling. Apparently, can't yeah, break up to- with him. We just got married. Right. It's harder to break up. <laughs> I guess you could get an annulment. Yeah. Well, that's my hypothetical world. Anyway, this was fun. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you for doing this like themed episode, and thank you again to your friend whose name escapes me. Rebecca Zemmelman, thank you so much for the suggestions. If you have a suggestion for a theme that you would like to hear on the podcast, drop us a line at argumentsaboutnothing at gmail.com or argumentsaboutnothing on Instagram. Yeah, and as always, please tell a friend if you like it. Um, Please leave a review and rate and subscribe. And thank you to Allison Fields for designing our logo. And until next time, keep fighting.